Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Chai and Apple Pie. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to be talking about money and finances, how we handle our money, what is money, like important importance of money in, in our relationship, relationship. In relationships. In a general. personal like self, mm-hmm. you know, so we were just going to be kind of going over that. And yeah, let's get into it. Well, I like the can money buy you happiness. So we'll start with you then. Oh boy. Can money buy you happiness? Oh, we're starting with the main, the mainstream question. Okay, so can money buy you happiness? My question would be my, okay, I would say no, definitely not. But yes, it can buy you ease. Like mm. it can buy you ease of, and comfort. Yes. Um, you know, um, definitely money can lead you to a lot of, I feel like passion can lead you to a lot of places, but definitely money is um, is definitely a good accessory, like you know, to have. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Yeah, no, hundred percent, I agree. I think you know it can't buy you happiness. You know, there's plenty of people who have plenty of money, and something inside of them is still not happy. So you know, as as, uh, as humans, that's what we kind of yearn for is health, wealth, and happiness. And I believe that happiness really just comes down to the experiences that you can create with other people mm-hmm. and experiences that, yes, can be bought with money. Because uh, obviously, when you can you know, pay for an experience and have enough to bring your family along like that definitely creates a sense of happiness. You know, like we we went on a cruise recently and you had some fun fun. or playing cards, you know, for, for Christmas with our grandma and uncles and stuff, you know? I mean, definitely those are relationships, you know, but definitely like, as I said, um, for me, like I think that money, it's not important to bring you happiness in life because ha- happiness can I think, have. A, yeah, I, I don't. I, I mean, I know you. So I would definitely say that I think I value money a little bit more, or probably a lot more than you do. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're the type of the person who's like money doesn't really matter. And like you say, oh, it could just be replaced, which is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that just comes down to like, you know, our differences of lifestyle in terms of you know you're more like stupid you like prefer stability yes i prefer stability i am like way more up he's and down risky. he <laughs> likes to you know just kind of go all in because he's you know i don't know if you all know but liam's very very passionate very passionate about his dreams like he wants to build something you know he wants to produce his like a business a baby you know his own baby uh from start to finish and i and you know i respect that you know, but I'm more of like a stability person, so a stable person. So that's why I have a, like a nine to five, mm-hmm. which I obviously like I think I'm kind of going into it where I am realizing like, I mean, OK, so f- the way we have it different is that I don't know if you all know, but Liam works like 12 plus hours a day. You know, he, he has an office in this house and it's basically he's there 20 like not 24 7 but at least for 12 hours a day even more because 10 um, to 12 hours yeah yeah but it's just you know and i have to call him like be like hey have you had lunch yet have you done anything like no he's just so focused and wants to like you know focus on his like he's so focused and on building sideshow now yeah but you know focus on his dream building his you know um pushing Getting back to where I was financially in LA. Yeah. So we've we've certainly been on all spectrum. Like a pretty big spectrum in terms of finances. Like so when we first got together, we were like <laughs> scrounging broke. change. Yeah, we yes. were completely broke. We were looking for change under, under the our couch. couch. We used like to live cushions. oh my gosh, we used to live in a like a one bedroom. A one bedroom everything. Yeah, <laughs> it so was like a, a studio, studio. <laughs> that had our our bedroom, our my office, or Sofa. my a living room, closet, kitchen, bathroom, like basically. Well, all we in didn't one. have a bath. Oh, we didn't have a kitchen in there, no, but we we, we literally ate so bad, and Liam yeah. was like, you know, um, Liam gained so much weight. I was just well, like, that, not during that spot. That was after that. That. Chance. I mean, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. But I just I feel like, but but yeah, we've we've been from like you know yeah, mm-hmm. freaking not be like eating Ritz and ramen and not the 
not the, the good kind of ramen. not the good kind of ramen the maru maruchin ramen <laughs> to the other side of it of eating tatsu ramen in LA which is one of the best ramen spots I mean there there are other ramen spots yes, but I'm just but saying like in general like me, but I'm just saying we've had we've had a very wide spectrum of finances so yeah from you know broke just to going but I remember six figures. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so like when we were in the start, right? When we had like no money, we were like really 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 broke. We just had to do whatever it took to get and, it done. And that's yeah, and that's for me was like I think it was I and I love that. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, okay, like I love this person. I want to be with him. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I want us to live a comfortable life. Uh so we're going to put in our 110% and I'm going to be like, hey, here's my pot of money. He brings his pot of money. And we're like, okay, let's figure this out. <laughs> so for me, it was just like, I think that I, 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 I loved it. Like, you know, I mean, even though we were struggling, like I loved it because we were, you know, we were 100%. We were like, okay, we're putting, we want to be. Yeah, we were together. Yeah, we want to be we weren't with each at, other. Yeah, we weren't looking at it like. Oh, this person is a separate person, and like, cause oh yeah, we were, and I mean, we were young too, so we never were like, oh, he's not a successful like you know person, like not mm -hmm. making like dash dash amount of money. We just never like, I mean, for us, we were just like, hey, that that's separate, you mm -hmm. know. And I like for me, like as I said, like in our first episode, like I've I've seen Liam always in this like mature light. Like I've seen Liam like always making good decisions. And then, like, you know, not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> uh, that's why I stopped. I paused. I was like, Faisa. <laughs> oh, but uh, definitely. Um, You've definitely been some, right about a handful of yes, decisions. Yes, but to be honest, like, as a, okay, so that's why I'm, okay. I wanted to talk about the relationship with money, right? Mm -hmm. Previously, like, before, before we were, like, together and stuff, like, you know, I want to know, like, what was your perspective for money? Money? Um, well, I mean, when I was growing up in high school, like, I never had the mindset that I do now in terms of creating financial, like, having a desire to create financial success. Yeah. So, like, throughout high school, I don't know, I didn't really think too much about money. Like, when I did get make money, like, I remember a big decision that I made when I was, like, 17, 18 years old was, like, okay, I've saved up, like, a thousand, two thousand bucks. Do I want to buy some new rims for my car or do I want to buy a computer <laughs> to play video games on? So like that was the extent of like my importance of money. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do remember like, I do remember like, yeah, it's crazy because like me and me and one of my friends gave, we, I remember we mowed a lawn once together. Like we did do some door knocking to like mow yards and stuff, but I don't know. I was never really brought up in a like that kind of entrepreneurial business like that really entrepreneurial business focused yeah. household like you know my dad I, I really just wanted to grow up I thought you know college was the only way to be successful I just wanted to go to college work with my dad I, I thought for a long time that that was like my path just work with my dad yeah you know he seemed to be making good money but you know when you're 16 17 years old you don't have a lot of exposure to business success, things like that. Like yeah. you just you just mimic or emulate what your family does. So, yeah, I saw him, and that was kind of where my the extent of my relationship with money. And I would, um, I remember like I would definitely spend a lot of Christmas money on just various video games. I was a big video game. You're gamer. 16, 17 year old. Yeah. Like, obviously, I remember. And then, well, even when I got my first job at Chick-fil-A, like I was spending all my money on like buying skins and League of Legends and stuff. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't really yeah, like- um, I mean, that's okay. But okay, so the thing is, me growing up with money like and stuff right so growing up like i never really had money and then i remember my dad used to be like i don't know why which you know i'm gonna ask my dad and i don't know maybe it helped i don't know but my dad always used to say like i would be like hey dad i want money and then he would be like why and i'm like oh i want to get like i mean we'll have our regular pocket money that like you know we can buy like you know lunches and stuff things like that but um you know school lunch and stuff like school lunch money but i'm just saying like in general like i would be like hey dad i want money and then he'd be like why and i'm like uh, I just want money. And then he's like, well, why? Do you want anything? Let me know. I'll, I'll get it for you. And it was just never like, you know, I don't know. But basically growing up, like I feel like this was me like under 10 years old, mm -hmm. 10, 11 years old. And I think like um, I remember like in my 13-year-old, like 
you know, a Muslim, we're Muslim, so like we would have like Eid, Eid money, you mm-hmm. know, EDs and stuff. And then I remember I would take, I would go and buy my Barbie stuff. I'm mm-hmm. a big Barbie girl, <laughs> you know, so I would buy like my bar- Barbie dream house. Like I remember I bought like a closet with like mm-hmm. four or five clothes and stuff. And, uh, you know, and I mean, it, it's okay. Like, you know, those are like I mean, pleasure. as a kid, yeah. you don't know any better. Yeah, you don't know any better. But obviously like that was and especially like, if you're not in a family where like that's like, like financial literacy now i will say like i did go through kind of like a dave ramsey financial literacy oh, course I remember you when i was in like seventh grade with my dad yeah you did say that you and you i used to watch with your dad yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was really fun and interesting and i used to you know like the whole budgeting you know that that was one of the things i used to cut up my credit i cut up my credit cards and all that and obviously we still follow not a budget but we just keep you know, we even to this day we keep good track of like our finances. Probably didn't keep as good a track of our finances in LA when we were making a lot more money, which I don't think for, for maybe I don't know, for me it didn't like I had a good sense of my finances in general. It was I think you yeah. who kind of lost count of everything. As well, far as okay, that. so that's where I want to kind of come to. Like, you know, I want to I wanted to show like my type of like you know how money your evolution evolution with money so i remember okay so like um i remember then i would at 13 year old like you know i would get a little eds and stuff like you know little money um and then i would basically go buy like you know little stuff that i want to like my barbie dream house and stuff you know uh I, I wanted to go i mean i could ask for my dad to get it for me but i wanted to go buy with my own money you know uh and then um i remember i mean having like being with Liam, and as I said, like, you know, just kind of like putting all our money together. Like, so I, for me, it was just like, my, I had my first job, and I realized like how easy it was to like, just not easy. Like, if you have that passion, like, you know, to go work and mm-hmm. come home and stuff, like, you know, at the end of the, of the week, you were like, oh, I have like, four three four hundred dollars like at that time of be like you know in that year like i'd be like oh i have three four hundred dollars like i can do so many things you know (laughs) but basically in so okay so i come from a family that is very very frugal very frugal you know my dad would would always look for like a deal like you know um and stuff like that and um so for me i kind of was like oh it's like money like I want to save it kind of thing you know Mm. but at the same time I wanted to change that you know because I was like like I feel like my family would have money but they wouldn't spend it because they just think that it's stupid to spend money on things like that right so so I like how do I say it was like a scarcity mindset I guess just so frugal just being frugal yeah just being very frugal so I remember like even though they would have money they would just like look through and would make sure they would find the person like let's say if they have need to get some work done and they would find the cheapest person but they don't know they, they don't understand that the the quality of work that they're getting is not good you know um but but things like that so i remember being um being in a relationship with liam and okay so there is this there's this time you know <clears throat> we were at well like bloomingdale's or neyman marcus or something like that no i think it was nordstrom mm. we were at nordstrom and i was like i wanted to get these like gucci sandals and they uh, and okay so the way i love like how liam has taught me about money was like i wanted to buy these gucci sandals that were like 800 dollars, right 800 900 and liam was like hey uh i was like liam i want to buy this so much and he's like okay he was just so Instead of him saying, no, you can't buy it. Like, I feel like that's what my parents would say. They're like, no, you can't buy it. You know, that's ridiculous to buy eight, $900 sandals. Ridiculous, right? Uh, but Liam saying, yes. Yeah, if you want to buy it, you can buy it. But you just have to be smart enough. Like, you know, do you have um, do you have money to buy it? I was like, well, yeah, I do. And then he's like, well, do you have anything like, you know, do you have um any other bills or anything else come in and I'm like and he's like will that be all your money technically kind of thing and I'm like yeah so he's just like okay well it's your decision to make so he literally just kind of like put all the facts and just gave it to me to make that decision where I was like you're right you know it'll be stupid for me to buy this you know so things like that like you know that's why I love like the relationship with money that I have with you Mm -hmm. you know because I feel like in my parents would be like 
oh no 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 you can't buy it it's just ridiculous you know right but just being with you you're like okay what do you think do you think is is it smart enough smart to buy it like i mean it's not bad like those are nice shoes like if you want to buy them like go for it but do you think it's smart to buy them and i'm like no it's not you know for me to make that decision was just like very revolutionary (laughs) revolutionary for you yes oh man and for me like money is just okay so like you know liam has like I mean, let's, let's, let's be fair. Like I'm not, I'm not a very frugal conservative person myself. I just, I just don't, I don't spend my money on material, on consumerism things. Yeah. So like I kind of, when, even when we were young and I told Pfizer this, when we even started dating, I was like, Hey, look, like my goal is to be, get to a certain place by 30. And like, we're probably not even going to have a whole lot of fun before 30. Yeah. And like we probably I mean we've had a little like we've done we've done some trips um we've done some stuff but you know obviously we're not like living this private jet uh island lifestyle you know. Yeah. Um yeah. and even though like looking back like in L- when I was making good money in LA like I probably could have and I did take us on a decently nice trip but you know maybe there's some regrets there maybe some things I would have done but bottom line is is like I was kind of always transparent with you about that as far as like, hey, look, I'm, I'm really on a mission. It's probably going to take me like a decade to get where I ultimately want to go. And like, hey, like, don't expect. And I, even for like myself, I was like, I don't really want to be buying like cars and like watches and, and, the, and the designer clothes or anything like that until I'm like at least 30. Um, so I've just kind of made that pact. So basically, all of the money that I've spent has been more on investment side some of it asset investment, some of most of it education investment. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I certainly, I certainly have been spending investing money. You know, some of the education didn't always pan out. Some of it did I've definitely been scammed uh, out of quite a bit of money uh, over, over only two transactions, but. And it's okay. Like, okay. So, you know, when things like that happened, I, as like his wife, as his partner, I've never been like, okay, well that was very stupid to do, you know? No, like the decision, he made those decisions and I also supported those, those decisions. Right. And then I always think what happened? I don't know. I think a piece of the bristle came off. <gasps> it's okay. That's crazy. Okay, sorry about that. But I'm just saying, like, the decisions that he has made, like, you know, he ha- he asked me for the same, he asked me for the permission of those, you know, he basically not permission, but shared those ideas with right. me as well. So, we, so just to be clear like a, for those out there, like, I really, like, I will make, I don't need to talk to my wife to make decisions on a lot correct, of Correct. Yeah, correct. No, absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like, as a partner, he has always But I will came, come to her, like, yeah, if I'm uncertain. Yeah, if I don't have a lot of, like, certainty or confidence in it, I'll, I'll definitely get her perspective and I'll share it with her. Or I'll just tell her, like, what I'm, you know, what my plan is, my game plan is, and, like, get her insight and stuff. And do you think that I have, do you think, as a partner, do you think I have deterred you from any, like, idea, like, you know, from yeah, anything? Yeah, you definitely have a few times. Yeah. And well, good things, right? Because it was a good lesson. Yeah, uh, but I'm just there's saying, there's some there's certainly some times where I think a couple we, of decisions where I wish I definitely listened to you. Yeah, no, because definitely <laughs> Liam's so passionate and like you know things like that, and he just goes and be like, "Hey, I got uh, we got to do this," and I'm like, "Liam, no." Sometimes I had to put make it make sense to him, you know. But I'm saying in general, um, you know, if Liam has an idea, he would share with me, and I would. I mean, at the end of the day, it's his decision, you know. I'm uh, he's just coming to me as to get my opinion i can't uh so i'm just gonna you know lay it down for him and it's his decision if he wants to do it or not you know because at the end of the day i trust this man like i really like okay so the thing is in with your partners and stuff you have to trust and make sure like that person can make that Mm -hmm. money back you know so Mm -hmm. for me so that's where Throughout my life with Liam, and I it, have seen, like, as I said, we've been through all the spectrums, right? And I feel like we have, we were really, really broke to, like, we were really, really good. And then I remember where Liam, um, you know, so I have seen the change. And I 100% believe in you that if, like, you do, like, let's say we go down, like, an extra $20,000, $30,000 or something, I'm like, okay, like, it's a big hit. 
but I know that he can come back stronger. Like it's fine, you know? And so I've never really, and obviously like I'm saying like, it's, if it's a trend, like if it's keep going and it's keep racking up then that's where you're like, okay, buddy, uh, um, you know, we need to have a change re-evaluate. of plans. Yeah, reevaluate <laughs> and stuff. But I'm just saying we can, with Liam as a partner, we have, I wholeheartedly trust him. Like I believe in him that if anything happens, I know that he will come back stronger. And yeah, like, well, I, I mean, know we're you young will make it, I know, I know you will make it one way. Yeah, one another. way or the other way. So, um, you know, you have so many ideas. You have your, you know, sales. Like it's just, I know you. I know you. Yeah. So that's why I've never really like stressed about it. And I'm like, oh shit, like okay, right. that's a you, big you, hit. And it's been interesting because obviously we've had quite a bit of conversations, and even your evolution, like you said, like when we were early in our relationship you were kind of scared to speak up. And then obviously oh, that yeah. member, like the hotel, not the hotel, um, the apartment thing. This is a good story. <laughs> this is a good story. So okay. yeah, we've definitely. Let me, let me, let me okay, tell you, you let, me, let me give a little quick recap. So Liam moved to LA and it was basically my plan to like, you know, move down to LA. So basically we were looking at apartments and stuff. So where Liam was working. Well, let's back it up. Let's back it up even more. Oh my God. Well, let's just tell them the whole story. It's okay. So, cause these are lessons and things that I'm continuing to learn and reflect on. So I would like to share these too, but. Okay. Okay. So when I was. So again, I didn't really get involved in like money and business and everything that comes with money, success, financial success until I was probably like 19, 20 years old. Like I got pulled into network marketing at like 18, 19. And that was like a very small peak. I feel like, you know, when you're in that like networking marketing bubble, like you're, you're pretty much in a bubble. Like you're not as exposed to the rest of the business world and real um, like starting an idea from scratch or like sales and marketing and all the things that entail it. So when I was like 20, I, um, I got a call from one of my, well, I used to actually call my dad's friend to try and recruit him into my network marketing company. And I didn't know like at the time who he was or like that he was actually a business owner, this and the other thing. He was just, you know, a friend of a dad, uh, a friend of my dad's. And um, I remember like at one point he had kind of called me and he was like, hey, I love your tenacity, your courage. You're always picking, he's like, you're always pitching me your pyramid scheme. <laughs> and he's like, why don't you, I've got a sales position opening up like here uh, shortly. And um, that was kind of like my real, I don't want to say my real first, like my real, that was like my real first sales job. Like I did door to door for a like for maybe like two to three months. I remember mm-hmm. I had hit my first like four comma like my first four digit check in like a week, I was like 18, maybe probably like 1920. But you know, it was door to door. And like, we were, I would drive like 45 minutes to, to the office. And then we do this morning meeting, we drive out like an hour, like depending on the, um, the, the territory that we're at, right. Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy, Alex, remember, he's like, Hey, come to my apartment, like, we'll knock it out. the park. <laughs> and so that's what we used to do. But no, it wasn't, it wasn't until like 1920. Uh, and I got that position. And I just remember, like, you know, that's when I was really getting involved with Grant Cardone and, like, following. I went to the first boot camp. I'm in, I made my first $8,000 check, and I basically invested, like, 5000 of that to go to the first boot camp. And my eyes definitely got way opened. And um, I was like, man, like, you know, Grant certainly promotes this, you know, money, money, money mantra. And I remember, like, I just got so... It's so funny because, you know, obviously the person I was working with at the time was always kind of talk to me about patience, patience, patience. And I was very young, 19, 20, 21, maybe. Um, and I was like, no, no, like I want to make. And my goal at the time was like 100,000 in a month, 100,000 in a month, 100,000 in a month. And I was just so like dead set on that goal and that objective. And I remember I went back to another Grant Cardone event and I had basically like met somebody who was making, you know, pretty good money. Because like at that age, I was on I was a top rep. And I was on track to make like six figures at like 19, 20 years old, which, you know, for somebody who in high school just thought college was the only way to be successful and wanted to work with their dad, like that wasn't too bad. So I just got dead set on that objective of like making $100,000 in a single month. And I didn't care what it took or how I could do it. And so, yeah, when I met that guy, I took that flight out to L.A., which was like a one- a one, a one, one way flight. One let way me tell flight. you. Yeah. So yeah. that was a pretty crazy story. 
I basically went to the Grand Cardone boot camp on a Sunday. I came back that like over the weekend. I came back, and then I remember I was talking to a buddy of mine. He was like, "Hey, like I'm looking for a new position. Like, you got anything in mind?" I'm like, "Actually, I met this guy at the boot camp. Like, he's got a pretty good opportunity out in California." And I remember when I was telling it to him, I'm like, "Wait a second, why don't I just do it my dang self?" <laughs> so I remember like that night, that Monday, I booked a flight to leave to LA on Wednesday, and then Thursday I was going to be in LA. And then from there, I was kind of just going to figure out, okay, like if I stay, I stay. If I don't, I'll just come back because like Thursday was my days off from that job. I was like, I just come back on Friday and pick up, you know, my schedule like normal. And so I went out there, ultimately ended up staying for about 30 days in a hostel by myself. And that's where this conversation comes in to the point. (laughs) So basically where his new job opportunity, like the guys and basically all the other his work friends were portraying and saying things like oh, yeah. and it was in beverly be, hills yeah you're, the, the company was in beverly hills and they were basically saying right next that, to a lamborghini dealership <laughs> uh but yeah they were just basically saying that you're making gonna be making like 20 to 30k upwards right and i remember um so basically we had a good amount of saved already Sorry, we had a good amount of saved already so we were like okay uh, so i came down to la for like a week weekend we were just driving around and we saw, um, uh, so basically we were driving around. I don't know if y'all, if anybody's in LA, but we were driving on Wilshire and we were looking at just basically, uh, uh, so which is something we had to learn, not Wilshire. Wilshire. Yeah, we were saying Wilshire, <laughs> yeah. so ignorant of us, <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, um, we were driving down like Wilshire, just kind of like, you know, um third and stuff we were wanting to like look at some really good apartments we have we had a little taste you know so we're looking for some yeah and plus like liam wanted to i want to be like within walking distance basically work yes uh uh, because we didn't have a car or we were still like you know confused about our car situation so he wanted to be a walking distance from his or at least scooter distance or something you know yeah so basically we were looking at apartments and then uh i picked him up from his office we like drove and then i think we saw this apartment i don't remember the name of it i think it was like something on fifth on vision or something and i remember we saw it liam fell in love with it like liam just like let's go pull in like let's see right let's see if they have any appointments so we can see it on like liam I'm like this is a little too high like i don't think so he was like let's just pull in like you know so we went and parked right i saw a lamborghini like no, valley down Roy- oh Roy- no it was not it was, it bentley. was, it was, a, it was bentley. a bentley it was a bentley it was a bentley sorry yeah it was a bentley valley out of there and i like looked at liam and i was like liam i came in a camry a rental camry i don't think that we can afford this he's just like no we got to do this. Well, because the thing was, like, I had basically Let's closed. check it out. So just yeah, like, let's, let's check it out. Like, let's check what, it out. Well, how's it going to hurt? And I'm and like, Liam, no. And my thought process at the time was like, hey, I just came out here for this new opportunity. Like, I should get to back to, like, my thought process was like, hey, if I've been making this much in Florida and I came out here for this better position, like, I should be able to get back to that income and then exceed it, like, pretty quickly, you know? Because, like, otherwise, why am I here? Like, yeah, I mean, we, did have, we had a good amount of save, too. So definitely, like, for him, like because we wanted to beat the LA traffic, that's just a big, big con, like living in LA. So, and plus like, we were not like, we were not sure if we were going to have a car out there. So uh, like as very soon. So we were thinking, okay, this could be it. This isn't a very good location for us, for his work. So like, let's just check it out, you know, for whatever. So in that part of, at that time of our relationships, one of the learning curves for me was like, I didn't know how to speak up. Like, you know, if there was anything wrong or if there anything that like, you know, if Liam's off. off about it, I didn't know how to speak up to Liam about it. And I remember, okay, so we went and saw the apartments there. Um, the lady was like, oh, the appointment's canceled. Let me show you guys around. Sure, <laughs> sure. So we went and then we went to the, um, we checked out two apartments. Uh, one was a studio and one was in a one bedroom apartment. And then uh, we were so confused and I was just looking at Liam like, Liam, the one bedroom is five grand. <laughs> And we, this is not including. For like 700 square feet, 800 yeah, square feet. Yes. No. Yeah. It was like 600 something. It was like, I'm like, Liam, it's a one bedroom apartment for over $5,000. And this does not include electricity, like, you know, other. All the other living expenses. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm like in a shock right now. And Liam's just so like, oh, like I know that I can make this. Because he, he has the ability, you know, to at a sales because he's a very. 
you know, and throughout so far in his life, like, you know, in sales, like he's, he's done great. Like any field, any sales job he has wanted to, he has always excelled it. So he was like, okay, like if people over there at his new job are is making 20,000 and upwards, um, we got like, this is fine. And I'm looking at Liam, like Liam, nobody, like, this is a little crazy. He would not, he would just, uh, and I just didn't know how to speak up to him about it. I didn't know how to like tell him that or convey that message. And I'm just like literally shaking my pants, like shaking my hands. And I'm like, oh my God, like this needs to like, like this is, we need a reality check, like time out. Yeah. We could like, and I didn't. And I remember Liam, like we, um, and I, and also in our relationship, <laughs> let me tell you guys, like you know, you sh- like as a as a man or a wife, like or like you know, as a partner, you need to talk to your partner. And sometimes when you realize they are not talking, you need to take them into somewhere else and just kind of have like a regular conversation. At that point, you know, we were in a leasing office with this amazing lady, this fancy ass uh, lobby. And I'm freaking nervous as hell. And for me to just like say, babe, I I don't think we can afford that. Or I think it's just even ridiculous to spend that much on an apartment uh, where we haven't made that money. Like for me, it was just like, you know, I wouldn't say embarrassing, but kind of like to say that in front of a person. Yeah, obviously, because there's like just that whole perception of like, affluence and all that yes and like, i just didn't know how to say this so i'm just like scared and liam's just like so excited so a key thing in a relationship as i said if things like that just take your uh partner into somewhere and just be it's just you and her privately and just talk to them you know be like you hey. and your partner you and her i mean you and your partner yeah you and your partner yeah and you and your partner just take that and you know take them somewhere and just kind of like you know have a private conversation with them like you know don't let like yeah. this other third person and i person, mean in, in but, hindsight like no, but that also, was stupid yeah was but stupid. I'm, I'm just saying like and let's just say and then on top of that because i didn't know what to say and i'm just like liam like i don't know like that that was literally my like because i couldn't say no and i couldn't say yes so my oh my answer was i don't know so i was kind of shutting down freaking out and i remember liam basically and that was a that's a big no-no too like you calling your friends like your (laughs) new work employee like you know not employees like the new work friends that you just met like what for 30 days or what and talking to them and be like hey what do you all think like do you think it makes sense for us to move in they don't live in with you Mm -hmm. they are not in a relationship with you so other people's finances are different so Mm -hmm. definitely do not like if you want to talk to them talk to them but do not take advice from them Mm -hmm. or any advices from them so um but yeah basically they pushed him they were like yeah man that's that's sounds good like you know be so close from work and obviously like I'm yeah. young. I'm 21. Like yeah. just the allure of LA and like this high ticket opportunity and yeah. you know that whole sales sales mantra of like yeah just go big or go home type of deal. Obviously in hindsight, like I realized it was like stupid because I, I obviously should have collected more data in terms of like hey, I can't just assume that because I made that type of money and and back home mm-hmm. like and I was coming out to this opportunity that it would just, you know, far exceed it. Fall in. Yeah. Like, it would just fall right in, you know? Yeah, because as we learned... Yeah. Well, let me tell you. So, we... With that whole situation, his friends, like, his new friends, like, supported his idea. He was... He loved the apartment. Because, to be honest, so far, we what we saw, like, in Oh, yeah. LA, everything was just, like... Yeah. And Liam has a taste. Like, let me tell you this. Liam has a taste. Like, in LA, like, the, they have these, like, duplexes and stuff. Like, Liam freaks out because he just gets... You know, just he used to be like, oh, they don't have a sewing pole. Well, you don't even use the sewing pole. Oh, they don't have security. Liam doesn't matter. Like, you know, but I'm just saying in general. You call me bougie? Uh, you're, you're <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't spend money on like stupid things. Like, I'm, I wouldn't say stupid things because I do like to spend money on those. Materialist. I definitely, with the one part where I am like consumer, where I do like to invest is it's like, yeah, my home. Like when I go somewhere, like I want to be, wanna I want to be, yeah, I want to be like at, peace and like i want to know like okay this is solid like i really enjoy it like i don't want to be in an environment as my home base where i'm like oh god like this doesn't make me feel relaxed and stress-free yeah. and stuff like that so i'm definitely one to invest into like my yeah my home base you know well and but basically at the end of the day of that day we um 
we I got denied. Oh yeah, so because his credit history before he got denied, so I applied. What was it? What was it? I don't know why, but I think cause, yeah, my, my I don't know what it was, but I got denied. No, I think because you at that point you were also looking to get new cars and you had a lot of credit. Oh, inquiries, yeah. Yeah, so basically I got approved. I remember at the time though, I had right before we moved to LA, I'd gotten the Chase Sapphire card, and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, got my first big big reserve credit card yeah my big uh my first big like limit credit card and i was like so proud but basically at the end we he uh we got approved well i got approved and we got approved so i got denied and then i think we just defaulted to putting it on hers and she got approved and it was kind of crazy that they took a like no, I guess I didn't have a job, but technically, like if I'm moving to LA, I didn't have a job. And yeah. for Liam, like I didn't have proof for, of like yeah. I mean, I bet like these the people over there, they're just like, hey, we're, we're just trying to get you an apartment. If you approve, you approve. If not, then we're just yeah. gonna evict, evict you, right? But basically, at the end of the day, we got approved and we put and a deposit. Finally, down. it was only a five hundred dollar deposit. Yeah, we just we put it. Was, de- was crazy. Yeah, we put a deposit down, and then we got in the uh, we got in but the I'm car. But I'm sure we probably like, I'm sure we probably would have had to pay first in that last month or no they no, said it was didn't. moving ready right it was moving ready we didn't <laughs> like they were just like 500 dollars deposit you're ready 500 bucks for a five thousand dollar month apartment yeah so we basically i guess our credit was like i guess your credit was really good then i don't know but basically at the end of the day he uh we got approved we put a 500 dollars deposit we're ready to move in um then we went to- we finally got back in our car and you're like that's when you finally you're like liam what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> I literally got in the car. I was like, Liam, what the hell? Like, we need to talk. So we yeah. Yeah. we got back to our hotel, and I remember I had a conversation with him. I'm like, Liam, come on. Like, buddy, this is $60,000 a year that we're going to be spending on a apartment. apartment, a one-bedroom apartment. I understand it's fancy. It's nice. Floor to like, why don't you whatever, wait till you actually window. make that money consistently? Yes. So I like kind of put that sense into him, and he's just like, you're right. Like, I understand. And I'm like, why don't you talk about this? And I was like, Liam. I was so uncomfortable at that position, you know? So once I voiced that, I feel like now we have this thing where he understands that I'm not like, you know, okay with it. Or if this is something we need to talk about it, you know? So we always like, you know, step away or things like that. We will always talk about it, mm-hmm. but, uh, but definitely let your partners, like if you are in a situation like that, don't let them to just, you know, have a smooth, com- don't let, don't, think that you can just have a smooth conversation sometimes when a third party is there or like you know in a situation just step aside ask for privacy like hey can i just please speak with my wife and you know we'll let you know or your partner or just like or just be like hey we'll come back to it or something it doesn't matter at the end of the day you need to speak to your partner and just kind of have a clear mindset and your partner needs to voice their opinion so Mm -hmm. i remember at that point i like my body was saying no, but just because my heart was like, oh, well, I believe in Liam, you know, it was just like, buddy, no, <laughs> like he's making stupid choices. I need to step in as a partner to tell him this is not right at this moment in our life. Like, hey, I'm not saying $5,000 apartment. It's stupid. I'm not saying that. Like, hey, if you have the money, if you are making it happen, go for it. You know, I definitely think like, hey, hell yeah, like go for it. But I don't, if you are not, if we haven't seen that money yet, you know? Yeah, because I if had we, it. Yeah. Like, I was only there for 30 days. Yeah. And I then was definitely- Then don't do it. Then yeah, please like I didn't have speak. that data. Yeah. I mean, you can, I bet you can, I mean, we were able to, let me tell you, we were able to find an apartment for half that and definitely in a nicer, a really nice apartment, but um, just a little further from Just there. a little further out. Just like instead of like, <laughs> Uh, Instead five of five, walk, it was like 15. It was a 15 minute drive, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's okay. Um, you know, um, in life, like you're going to, you're going to go through these moments to mm-hmm. like, you know, and then you're going to learn and you, and as a partner, you're going to realize like sometimes your partner is a little cuckoo, a little dumb dumb. <laughs> 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 and you're going to be like, Hey buddy, let's tighten those reins here, you know? And it's okay. Sometimes you need to do a reality check, but it's okay. Like, you know, I mean, I feel like we did that and we just lost $500 and it's okay. No, like, I feel well, like dude, we, I don't know what happened to it. But. Yeah. But I'm just saying at the end of the day, we learned our lesson and I feel like it was a, it was a good $500 lesson. We, yeah. I learned to like in, you know, speak in situations where I'm like, buddy, um, you know, I need to speak up. 
like I can't let him make all the decisions. Like, you know, he needs to talk to me and he has understand that too. And now we make that decision. I'm going to give my opinion. He's going to give his opinion. And then we're going to make that decision together, you know, especially in a, in well, that a was, house situation. And, yeah, yeah. For housing, that's definitely a two If it's his business thing, he does it. Yeah. He asks for me, my opinion. I give him, I give my opinion and I tell him Sometimes like, I don't. Sometimes he doesn't ask for it. Sometimes I'll, I'll, he'll tell me after and I'll tell him like, hey, that was smart. Okay, that's cool. Sometimes I tell him like, Liam, maybe not, you know, I this is what I think. Yeah. But it's okay because I, I trust him as a partner, but like things like that, like housing. Yeah, anything where it's involves the two of you. Like, yeah. I think I, I think housing is probably the biggest thing when it comes down to it. Housing, yeah. furnitures, and yeah. stuff like that. Well, just I'm go, definitely, go, don't go buy like a freaking I'm, five, six thousand dollar couch. Like you gotta like go have a conversation. I'm definitely not buying a couch without you. Come yes, absolutely not. That's not happening no, on my like, watch. You're you're the interior designer here, so it's so funny. So um, um, basically, I don't know if we asked that question. Um, did we ask the question yet about question? can money buy you happiness? Yeah, we answered it. We just said like it can definitely buy you ease. It can buy you experiences, but it's not going to give you the ultimate. It's not going to make you mm-hmm. ultimate like 100% fulfilled and satisfied, you know. So and then as far as, yeah, the 50-50 thing as far as. Oh, yeah, I do want to talk about that. So I wanted to look at like some of the, the questions that were written down for this thing. Fries is the podcast content manager. I tried, you know, I tried. See, we're working it out. We're working, okay. out. we're working it out. So do you believe in 50-50 in marriage? I don't know. What does that mean? That means that um, everything is 50-50%. Like, hey. Um, oh, so we, we are- can talk about this. So we are married, but we do have separate bank accounts. Yes. Yes. We, but we do have like a join um, credit cards and stuff, yeah. which we spend mostly our money on credit cards and stuff, but, you know, and pay our bank accounts for to our credit yeah. cards. But definitely like, um, yeah, what, do, think, what are your thoughts I on think, that? Well, yeah, I think it's kind I think, well, we have our bank separate. And I think there might be like we've discussed getting like a joint and like you adding me to your account just for simplicity sakes. Yeah. Um, I think. No, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily fifty-fifty. I think you can keep your money apart, and it's interesting to me because, like, obviously, I have my assets, and you kind of treat them as they're mine. I'm like, no, they're ours. Like, come on now, um, because you've put so much effort, and you know, and I know that you say that we're in a marriage, so it's like together. And I'm like, but I know I have a feeling. I mean, not. I'm. I don't. I don't. I'm just saying, like, you made that. You know, sometimes I'm yeah. still kind of like. You know, going through this like marriage, and I will say, like, oh, it's ours. You know, and I will say that only because Faiza has been there since before the before anything ever happened. The wave, <laughs> yeah, before before. Like obviously, if you're somebody who a single man or a woman who's a little more established, and you're still not, you know, in that type of relationship. And it, you know, what's interesting is, um, I think Grant and Elena don't have a um, what's it called? Like a joint account? No. Well, no. The the marriage, the prenup thing. I don't the think they prenup. have one. Yeah. 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 She did say that, you know, she was like, there was no point to have a prenup. Yeah. Like for me, like I didn't, I didn't care for it, but I understand from other people's perspective, like when they say like, hey, I want to have a prenup, but then I'm just like, when you are marrying the some, when you are marrying somebody, why are you thinking about yeah. like prenup because prenup I mean, basically I mean, you're it. thinking of end times like why why there I is know, end but times you I, know I, well no but i think it just depends on like where that person is entering a relationship because like like for example like what's just using a crazy example jeff bezos like obviously he was with mckinsey mm-hmm. at the time like before he even really got into like building amazon and everything but like i think if it's really just about preserving what you had before entering that relationship right because like if you're getting married at an older age, like 40, 45, 50 years old or whatever, and you've had, you know, 30 years, 20, 30 years of building this company up and building these assets up, it's like this person had nothing to do with that, you know? So like, I feel like it's just more of like a preservation of like the time you oh, so spent like, before that relationship. So you think like, let's say if somebody is in a, um, let's say if somebody is in a relationship mm-hmm. and like, and then they started this business, then mm-hmm. they should, then it should, there yeah. shouldn't be any prenup. Yeah. But like, let's say if they, somebody has already built it. Yeah. And then, I mean, I understand that. So when I remember when we like were talked about it and stuff. So for me, I didn't care about it. I was like, 
sure, but then I remember watching a video where there was somebody was like, I mean, I didn't. We, we never talked about it. We just joked no. about it. There's no. There was nothing. There's nothing for me to protect. Yeah, but I'm just saying, married. like, and we joked about we joked about it and stuff. But I'm just saying, like, in general, like, um, I'm yeah. So so yeah, I don't believe. Like, I think I, I see. Think, I see your perspective. Like, yeah. let's say if somebody has, but I still like when I saw that video where they were saying like. Why do you have a fear of losing? Because, I mean, this also just comes down to there are some malicious people out there, like where they are just trying to get that document signed so that they can have it. Like you, you yeah. just, you never know. Like, and like, you just never know. So like people can be very deceptive and malicious, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I think it's always, you know, just keep your bases covered. I don't think it necessarily has anything to do. And I think even like, even with like, for example, prenup, you're still going to split the assets that you guys accumulate during the life of your marriage. I, I believe it's just more so like what you have before the marriage. Yeah. Right. But no, back to the whole 50, 50 thing. Like we keep bank met, accounts separate. I, I wanted We're to- probably going to, we're probably going to get a joint account at some point. Yeah. But like, does it really, I don't understand like, what does it really matter though? Like, okay. I meant like 50, have, 50, like, you know how some people are like, okay, our rent is like oh. $3,000. You pay 15, I no. pay 15. No. No. I mean, just take it. Like, it doesn't like, does it matter whose account it comes from? Like, just pay the damn bills. <laughs> like, like why is it even? Yeah, like you know, why does it even? Bill, why like, does it even matter? Like, whose account it's coming from? Like, if you guys are in a relationship, especially if you like engaged, you're married. It's like, you know, at that point, you're not you're not keeping score and like keeping track and like, oh, I did this and this person did that. So it's just you know, it's just take care of what needs to be taken care of. But like, yeah, we 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 keep separate bank accounts. Um, we pay. We spend. We have credit cards that we share that we just pay are i don't like i I would say i would say we kind of do pay our own spending on our credit cards kind of yeah to some degree some degree yeah i mean we just it's not like we but it's not like we sit here and tally it up yeah i mean as i said in a relationship we've been through like you know we were really um you know not in a good financial health to a good financial health to now we're in the middle now we're like somewhere in the middle for sure but i would say like to being um to being really not good, to being good. I remember being not good. I remember we were all, both of us were like, hey, here's the pot. Here's my money. Here's your money. Like, let's make it happen for us to like live together, you know? Um, And then when we were making money, it was more like, you I became more of a financial. Yeah, yeah, I um, just like kind of took care of everything because yeah. it didn't really matter. And like and Fiza, like, Fiza had some of the things that she would take care of just because she wanted to. And like, yeah. I don't know. Like for me, I don't. I don't know. Like why people in relationships are like tallying it up. I think when you're I like, I don't think that's. I don't. I think it's so okay. I saw this quote a couple of days ago, and I just thought this was such a good quote. Um, you're on my phone, by the way. Yes, I wrote it down here. Oh, okay. Uh, I uh, I um I saw this quote where it says, "Never avoid difficult conversation. Trading for a short term discomfort." I think. I think. I want to step in real quick because I yeah. think like even when we were watching Love is Blind, like remember what's his name? The guy who was like hiding his fine, his credit card debt? The oh, bald yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, and then yeah. she got really upset about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like I think that – and that just comes to authentic communication. Like me and Faiza got together really young where it's like we don't – we've got like a couple – like I had like a couple thousand dollars of student debt. It's like nothing that's like life-ruining. Like we, neither of us were carrying like – 20,000, 30, 50, hundreds of thousands of dollars of well, debt. Well, not even right? that, but I'm just saying, like, I've, th- where this quote said that, you know, never avoid difficult conversations. You know, sometimes in a relationship, early times of a relationship, where you freak out a little bit, you're like, hey, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to talk about my student debt. I don't want to talk about my credit card um, debt. How much I, like, sometimes they'll say, like, how much I, they make or my credit card debt or, like, you know, yeah. things like that. But I feel like so in, a, in a relationship, too. like, I feel like that's something you guys oh, yeah, need you to talk too. about it. So your yes. partner knows what kind of person they're with, you know, mm-hmm. for Liam, like I remember in the start, like I, I was a very frugal person, but then I remember coming in a relationship with them, like I was spending money and stuff, but being with him, you told me, you basically like, you know, he understood like my way of spending. So he would come and tell me like, Hey, like if you think this is smart for you to spend, then go for it, you know, things like that. But I'm just saying like in general, 
like, and for him, it's more like, hey, I want to buy this educational piece of conference, or I wanted to go here, I want to learn about this. And, you know, but basically, for both of us, we understand our little habits. habits. And I feel like that needs to be discussed, you know, Mm -hmm. and definitely like all the financials, like monthly bills and stuff that needs to be discussed. So on a spread, like, so we have, so for us, we have all of our monthly expenses on a spreadsheet. Yeah. And then, you know, depending on, I'd say depending on the time or like just the financial situation, sometimes we're a little more microscopic about our spending versus other times. Right. So sometimes I will just say like, Hey, you know, maybe cut back on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we've definitely had to do that in the past. Be or just not even cut back, but just like be a little more mindful or intentional. You know, and sometimes that means cutting back. It means cutting back, right? So yeah, we definitely keep track of all of our expenses as ones. Like, hey, here's what we need to cover all of our essentials. Um, and then we keep track of kind of like all the ancillary. So yeah, we definitely keep. Uh, just a general basis on it and it's like it's not like it's something where it's like oh god like you spent a dollar over like this is no, ridiculous. i mean nobody saves a dollar over but, just, I'm just <laughs> but saying, we don't like, like we're not getting into finance like we don't so like the number one thing of divorce for, i guess from studies is like just financial things so like that's why we talked about in the first episode like authentic communication being intentional it's kind of just setting the not boundaries but just talking about hey the important things and financials are obviously one of those important things. Yeah, as this quote said, never avoid difficult conversation. And it's definitely best to have it in the start. Mm-hmm. So you and your partner knows what are your habits? What are, you know, what do you like to spend money on? Like, you know, we like to spend money on food. We like to eat like mm-hmm. sushi and stuff. Like, I mean, basically, like in general, like you want to know what kind of, um, you know, where are you and spending just, money? There's so many dynamics to it, though, too, because like, there's some people who make lots of money, but they also blow it all. <laughs> there's some people that just have like crazy amounts of student loan debt, so they might be making decent money, but like I mean, if somebody's goes... making a lot of money and they want to blow it all, then go for it. But you know, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, I mean, there's really nothing wrong with it if they want to go for it. Like that's their way of living. But I'm just saying that in general, that's obviously not the financially savvy thing to do. Absolutely, like, but I mean, I'm just saying somebody. I think something that FISA. So we haven't talked about investing, Liza. Like that's the one thing we haven't talked about, obviously, to yeah. this point. And that seems like, which you know, I've obviously encouraged you to I invest in your courage. And I've we're not very traditional in terms of our investing for sure. Um, but no, that's that's the other part of this is it's like, hey, investing, yeah, like saving, and not just saving in the bank account, but like investing into assets, whether that's business, real estate, stocks, assets, retirement accounts, etc. Yeah. So, but yeah, but basically, I I wanted to point this out. Never avoid the difficult conversation because obviously it sounds so difficult to have, especially when you are fresh in a relationship, you know. But if you want to be, what would you say the timeline on that is? I mean, I don't. I definitely think like uh, um, six months. Six months. Yeah, six months. I'd say like yeah, six to six six months months to plus, you know. And uh, when you're moved in, like that's something. Yeah, before you're moving in together for sure. Yeah, if you do move in together, definitely. Like as I said, trading for a short term discomfort will lead for a long term dysfunction. And you don't want you you don't want that because you know I've seen some people are just like living together years and then they don't know how much their partner has saved, um, you know, or how much their partner um, is putting in and how much Debt. they're putting in, and yeah. it's just something like as I said, finances, especially the finances so yes, of your home should be on the same page should be on the same page and be like hey buddy we're living together <laughs> hey, we're living together this is our finances and this is how much it will you know how much it will cost for us to live together so how we're gonna make this happen you know and as i said like usually like coming from a pakistani household is something like a man uh, you know is responsible for but i i, I like to work I really like to work. Like I had a two month break from my previous yeah. job. Yeah. Do, do you do you feel like? Do you feel like? What was I gonna say? Like obviously you're kind of somewhat Americanized, even though you you were. I mean, in Pakistan, like a lot of women do work, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like personally, like I do want to still like have a job, mm-hmm. or I want to work on something. And I remember that living, uh, like that might change once we have kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, for now, like. You know, it's for my sanity. Like, I need to work. Like, I need to get out of the house. Like, I can't, you know? So Speaking of sanity and getting out of the house. Ah. Oh, yeah, because he works from home. But I'm just saying in general, like, 
I like to work. So for me, that's like my, like I'm making money, but also I'm make I'm, I'm able to go get out and do something, you know, yeah. if I was just sitting at home, and I have nothing to do then like, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really, I mean, that's not, no, there's thing. nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying like, I have, well, for have me, kids, there, to me, there is, I mean, if once you're a mother, like once when you just work and like, if you're, in a financial position where your spouse makes enough to provide. Cause like in LA, we could have been in that position. Like you didn't have to be working in yeah. LA. Right. But it's like, what the hell are you going to do? Like, what's the point of that? You know, it's like, if your yeah, partner is working I, no, but I'm and saying, you're not like, what are you going to do at home while they watch I know. e-news? Like what? No, Liam, that's very judgmental. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm, I'm just saying, saying in general, like what's in the general, point? But yeah. But I'm saying like, when I'm going to have kids that that's something that I will look into it. Cause um, I know even you said that too, like, yeah. you yourself want to retire once you have kids once we have kids that not not like fully retired not, like fully not retired, work, but, but just have the freedom to be able to i mean i work from with, home now but yeah like, but be with your kids and yeah stuff. i want us to definitely spend that first year two three where we can definitely be a lot more yeah but as a wife kids, like yeah. as uh, like i definitely want to like I don't know if I'll, I might, I told you I might, but I'm still like iffy about it. Like with kids and stuff, like definitely. You're iffy with kids? No, <laughs> no. I'm just saying I want kids, but definitely like. About having, the situation, like the stay at home mom or thing. I want, I mean, part of me do want to still work, yeah. but then part of me, I'm just like, this is the kid. This is my kid. And for me to like. I mean, you're going to have to stay at home for a couple months anyway. Yeah. But just like, I think that being a housewife, it's, it's even a harder job you know when you have kids <laughs> yeah you know so definitely like um that's something i will think about it but obviously Undetermined. like determined but now def- obviously our financials have to be in order for that to happen yes right because yeah it's it's hard to do that if your financials are not in order i mean we we even said that we set our um boundaries and stuff like not boundaries but like our goals and stuff like we want to have this much for us to mm-hmm. like you know we want to bring a child in this world where mm-hmm. we are very comfortable also like where we can be able to have the freedom to like not retire but basically still work but like not be under um you know um management kind of like him building his own thing own mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm. but um um he even told me like you know he wants me to be a housewife around that time and i told him like I do, I, I do want to be a housewife because I definitely, as a mother, like, you know, I want to be there for my kid. But I don't know, for my sanity, I think I might also need to work. You need to go join the mom's club. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we don't have any kids anytime soon. But I just wanted yeah, to say still that. Still a couple of years out for yeah. us. For us. Just our cats while they're sleeping. Yep. So... Um, let me see if there's any other yeah. questions I have. Man, this has been really fun. This is, I is feel like really? we've, I feel like we've definitely had a really That's good it. conversation. We've told some really good stories. Hopefully you folks listening to this have been entertained and got some value as well. Yeah. I think we kind of went over everything, but, but yeah, definitely. Um, um, the important quote that I saw, this is not my quote, you know, just letting you all know, <laughs> but, but, uh, just want to say that never avoid difficult conversation with your partners. Like even if you, yeah. Are- so like if you're watching this and you're deep five years, you're married, you're whatever engaged, whatever, and you're, or you're five years in and you're not married. Well, first of all, to the man, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I mean, she's like either it or not. Which, funny enough, we did. We were dating about five years before we got married. But that's because our whole situation was a little not weird, but just because, no. like, when I was young, I never anticipated. Like, I always knew that I didn't want to get married till like twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. And I was like, boy, <laughs> that's changing. That's yeah. changing. And I remember she when we at like the first couple of years of our relationship, she was kind of that was kind of something that you kind of upset you, right? You used to get emotional about that. About like getting married yeah. and stuff. Because you wanted to get yeah, married. Yeah, because obviously younger. like me coming from a Pakistani household, you know, being with like, you know, having a relationship with a American American. You know, American guy, like, you know, white American man. Like at that time he was Christian too. So like for me to like um, you know, just kinda like it's not, I would say it's not like safe, you know, like my, it's not, you know, my parents were like, or like other people are like, oh, he's just going to leave you kind of thing, you know? And for me, so that's why I was like, okay, well, I want to lock into that, like, like lock this in a relationship, like this in. marriage, you know, <laughs> because I really like knew from the start that we want to get married and stuff. Yep. 
What? Just checking the time. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so I knew that we wanted to be, um, we want to... We were both in a serious and committed relationship, but yeah, like for and me, I just wanted to lock it in as like in a marriage for us together, just so we can, um, you know, make it halal, like that's the word, mm-hmm. but make it like you know, get nikah and stuff. Or, uh, and we were able to do that as soon as possible. But, but I'm just saying, like we were in our in our own heart, like we knew that the wholeheartedly, like we're not just doing this in pressure of culture and religion. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do this because we want to be with each other. And I remember we even cried and stuff like it was just, it's emotional, but, mm-hmm. um, but yes, the, at the end of the day, I'm just the whole point, just you know, our giveaway, conversation. have a, conversations with your no partner. And definitely, the but yeah, definitely like try to have it in the start. If you're two of weeks in, don't, you know, but, if they're, I mean, if they're open still, to it. No, but you're st- at the two weeks and you're still trying to get to know that person. Of course, but I'm don't just saying, like, but um, definitely have those conversations. And I just think, like, like, just imagine when you are in a relationship and you just lay it out, all out. Yeah. Be like, hey, buddy. Transparent. Just be transparent. Like, what's the worst about it? Because you are with the Because the worst thing that, that happens, yeah, the worst thing that happens is like the other person is just extremely judgmental or they're just like, oh, I can't do this. And they walk away. And it's like, that sucks. But like, if you can't be transparent, I mean, then you you part- have your answer regardless. Right, you have your answer regardless, and that's not your man or that's not your woman. woman you know, mm-hmm. uh, if somebody's scared to get into that, then that's right. not your person. Like as I said, for be- me, like the way like my spending and stuff like that, like Liam was like, okay, Liam taught me in a different light, like how my parents taught me, and just like you know, he did. He wasn't scared. And I'm not scared of his spending, you know, I understand his habits, I understand his spending. So like, we always talk about it. But I'm just saying, in a relationship, you need to have those difficult conversation in any way, like, just some way, somehow you need to, because if not, then, you know, just imagine, like, I've seen some relationships, like, years, even years, and then they don't know how much who's handling know some what like that. <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying who's handling what and they, it's just really hard and difficult to talk about it they're like i don't want to bring it up and i'm like why you don't want to bring it up this is you're living you guys live <laughs> together you need you, these conversations conversations should have happened a long time ago and the more you're delaying it the, the worse it's and it's more uncomfortable yeah. it's so uncomfortable to talk about it because uh, basically especially you when you're doing norm. especially when you're like somebody's on doing very bad financial habits like when somebody's going and then they're just hiding all great, those things yeah. you know and i'm just saying like in a it's a little easier if you're not it's like if you're not if you're not doing anything if, if like you or your partner's not doing anything like totally out of the ordinary but if you're like if you if somebody has a bad habit of like consumer debt or this like side thing that needs to right? happen because like maybe they have an addiction or like you know because obviously like gambling yeah, i mean the thing yeah things like, like that you, just, you need to talk about those because i remember like in um what was i gonna talk about but yeah basically like at the end of the day you need to talk about those stuffs and you just lay it all out like you know if there is there are some of the things that are like you know non-negotiables um, for you that you're like hey i need this thing regardless like, i don't I, I i need this thing you know for me like you know it could be like a subscription or it could be something you know you need to talk about it you can't be like oh that person's gonna judge me that i spend this much every month it's okay you just a partner at the end of the day <laughs> You know, you guys are in together in this you, relationship. You'll work through it. Yes, you'll work through it. And then you just have to let them know, hey, buddy, like, you know, I really, really, for me, this is, like, my way of living. Like, I live like this. Like, I need to do, I. this is my non-negotiable, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, well, let's see how we can work together. But those conversations needs to happen because, obviously, if they don't happen soon, uh, later it's just going to be, like, you don't know what your partner spent and like you know is doing. You don't know what you're doing with your money. At the end of the day, there is gonna be debts collapses. and then it's just all gonna collapse. And as I said, like and um there's a big part in a relationship that there's you know, divorces and stuff like that due to finances and th- that's something should have just been knocked down like from the start, you know? Boom. Yeah. Dropping them on them, Pfizer. Yeah, I'm just saying like from the start, you just gotta knock it down, you just gotta talk to them and be like, hey, these are these are my stuff like you know this is i like to spend money and then you have to come from in um have what's the word oh my baby sorry my cat's sleeping um but yeah you need to come from a um like a uh no judgment judgment free judgment free and just just talk about it you know awesome
Well, I think oh, we wow, got the this big takeaway. This was a long, long, I think long. we got the takeaway. Talk yes. about it. Talk so about it. Communication again, is from Liam's. communication. Yes, from Liam's first. communication. Um, first um our first episode our giveaway core values our core values communication respect and communication so for liam was communication and as i said communication is a big part in finances so that's something Mm -hmm. y'all we highly highly recommend and that's been our secret so talk about it and every and every every spectrum on every spectrum on any uh, yeah lowest of the low to the highest well the highest of the highs that we've accomplished yep. to and this point yep. doesn't mean that we're not going to be going higher, but, but I'm just saying give, <laughs> it doesn't matter where you're at financially. Just, yeah. It's a conversation. And I'm have. just saying like give and um, my core value from our last episode was I said it was respect and give that respect to your partner to mm-hmm. be able to speak to you in without, any environment yeah. without judgment and with and just to lay it all be out emotional, down. but just. Just to understand them, like you know, this is your partner. You, they're Listen, not. Listening. They're not against you. They are not. Um, you know, they want you to succeed. I mean, that's how it, all relationship it should be. You know, if they want you to succeed and stuff. But sometimes, if you don't have that, that partner, maybe then that's a big question for you. But I'm just saying, like, your partner should be the one to you know want to see you succeed. So have that conversation, that communication with them and give that respect to your partner where they do feel that value in the mm-hmm. relationship, mm-hmm. where they do accept that, you know, opinion and um, your... They take it into consideration. Yes. Awesome. So, yeah, this would be our takeaway. We would like to know what... Yours. Yes. What are your, uh, in your relationship, like Tell with money? Tell us a story about your financial situation, your takeaway your thoughts on this conversation and our takeaways. And we will see y'all next week for another round of another round. I think we'll be talking about health and Ooh. why we uh, like how our health have oh, changed yeah. throughout the years. Oh, and very much. we're going to be going, we're going to be talking about that. So yes, as I said, we would love to know your takeaways in relationship regarding money stories, questions. If you have questions, yeah, well, those. we want to know what are your core values? Like, what do you think that like, you know, you, you guys do, we would like to, we like to know, you know, we like to like, well, we're uh, probably going to hit the gym now ourselves. We're not hitting the gym. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that after. But I'm the just podcast. saying, like, we we want to know what are your core values in relationship regarding money, and what are we want to see, like, you know, what are other ways. But personally, as I said, communication, respect, it's still going strong. Episode two. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for joining us, and we'll see you uh, next week for another yeah. episode of Chai and, and ap- Apple Pie. Let's go. See ya. See ya. Hey, that was.